0: This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid.
1: And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life.
0: Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk homework. Biz ponders ketchup. Teresa becomes an aunt, and we talk to former NCIS agent Heather Ryan about empowering ourselves and our families to stay safe.
1: Woo! That
0: doesn't sound like an emotionally stressful show.
1: No. No. No.
0: (laughs) I I was thinking, what is a good topic to pair up with having a former NCIS agent come on and not try and scare the shit out of us?
1: homework. Yeah. I also I also like how this is the Valentine's Day show as it turns out. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Homework and NCIS. Perfect. How are you, Teresa? Uh, I'm fantastic. I oh,
0: love to hear that. Um, so I have
1: to tell you this cute thing that happened. I like cute things. Simon has been asking me for a dress for like a few days. Like okay. really asking me for a dress. Like right. he had been asking for a dress kind of half in a half acidly right. way, like a, a while back, and just like never happened. But now he was like really like, why do I not have a dress? Like yeah, I really, why not? And I was like, you know they what? Are you're right. Yeah, I was like, you're right. We can go get you a dress at Target tomorrow when mm-hmm. I'm off. And so, last week, we went shopping at Target. We picked out some stuff. We got some stuff for him and some stuff for Oscar. Um, What he ended up picking out was, like, a a dress that has a rainbow dash on the front. Of course. And Oscar got something, too. Anyways, we're going through the checkout. Like, nothing weird happened. Whatever. It was all fine. We go through the (laughs) checkout, and the guy who is the Target employee who's checking us out says... um, oh, you didn't bring your daughter? And I said, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he goes, she's at home. And I was like, okay, now I really have to say yeah. something. So I said, well, I don't have a daughter. And he's like, oh, I just thought, like, with all the well, you My wrong. Little Pony stuff. Right. And I said, well, they like it. Yeah. You know, just... Leave it at that. Because it's fucking great. And so then he's like, oh. And it's quiet, awkwardly quiet for a little bit while he's ringing us up. And then he just goes, I like My Little Ponies, too. Um, I go to their convention every year in San Diego and starts telling me, like, all about the ponies (laughs) convention. this guy is just like a total brony yeah 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 And like it was just like it was the it was amazing because then i was like and then he was so into it that he was like talking about all this stuff that like i'm not even at that level and so (laughs) i was kind of like getting glazy eyed you know um and it was great it was all it was all good um but i just thought that that was amazing amazing story yeah it was great that actually that is similar are you just gonna set up stories
0: for us now every week where you start going in one direction and i totally have oh. one assumption about what's gonna happen yeah. and then something else because last week with your discussion oh, yeah, with with Simon gun, about guns with the gun and then story. i was like yeah oh, what happened to his friend at school she jumped over like a longer set and i was just like oh so your bar is set now okay i look forward to this every, every week every week all right yeah i'll try okay how are you I'm fine. I am. I'm fine. Okay. I, a couple of, I guess last week, this is the most like undeep story, guys. <laughs> Just one of those stories where like, you're like, huh, that's now a thing. Uh, I go to feed Ellis his dinner. That night it was going to be meatballs and a variety of fruits or vegetables to go with said meatballs and ketchup. OK, mm-hmm. putting those other things on the plate always make me feel like I'm doing a great I job. Know. Right. Uh, so the antioxidants of the super berries. I know. Will cut through the fucking horse balls that I'm feeding them. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I go in to get the ketchup and it's like almost out. And I mm-hmm. honestly was like, and it's a big thing, a ketchup, in my mm-hmm. opinion. It's not. I mean, it's a big thing. Yeah. I don't know the ounces. It's not the biggest. Yeah. It's like the next biggest. Yeah. It's like almost empty. But I can remember buying it. Yeah. And I had this moment where I was like, when did we become the house that needs the like giant ketchup? Yeah. Because I don't want to keep going back. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna have to go to the store this weekend and get like the fucking like that two-hand carry-out yeah. ketchup. Yeah. Right? Now, everybody don't panic because it turns out I went to the garage to get extra toilet paper out and from our Costco right and I had clearly <laughs> bought. Bulk ketchup from Costco. So I already in the back of my mind knew we were that family, <laughs> but it was like such this weird moment of like, oh god, there are other people living in my house. Yeah, and we wouldn't even like eat that much ketchup. I don't think, right? It's like right. when you go up, it's like you slowly go up the peanut butter jar size. I, that's where, where suddenly we're at. With you're the like peanut the two we just need a lot really of peanut butter. Spend yeah, ten dollars on a giant yeah. thing. Of, but it, I, mean, I guess that costs out. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where you're just like I'm. And it, it, there's nothing wrong with becoming the family that has no. the giant. It's just, it's like your last goodbye to single, like, totally whatever is. that
1: life you used to it have. Totally it's is. like your farewell we're to We're, like, that. buying multiple milks every time yeah. we go to the store. <laughs> that's right. Like, we're yeah. just always buying, like, like, three like, milks. Three milks, <laughs> right. You need,
0: like, the extra fridge in the garage kind yeah. of, like, bulk buying. Anyway, <laughs> so that's my update, guys. Yep. I'm a big ketchup house now.
1: Yay!
0: (laughs) And nothing says Valentine's Day like a giant (laughs) industrial-sized bottle of ketchup. But you know what also says Valentine's Day and ties in nicely with our show? It's filling out a million tiny Valentines for your classmates. Oh, yeah. Which is essentially the same designated amount of time, if not more, for your children to do as regular homework. Yep. So today, we're going to talk about homework... And all the responsibilities that we have once our children enter elementary school.
1: Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the host of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about
0: you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you.
1: Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice.
0: Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary.
1: Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Homework, yeah.
0: Let's take a moment to remember our own homework experience. Oh, you're making the to? worst face. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to
1: remember it. Did you? Okay,
0: so did you? I mean, do you even remember homework? Was yes. there homework when we were like in first grade?
1: Uh, I feel like it element? was like a worksheet, sometimes. like a worksheet. Sometimes. It was home sometimes sometimes. like a worksheet. Yeah. Like okay. you do, like your. Numbers in your I guess letters there was or, homework something. or yeah. something. Yeah, little things. Little it things. was always like a one pager. Remember Dittos? D- no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, it was like copied I blocked out a like, lot. Copied worksheets. Like, that was oh, like do you pop, mean the ditto sheets? That's what they called them. You before call them they had ditto copies. sheets because I we I
0: had the big. I would go into you had to go into the elementary school room yeah. and do like round the big wheel. That, I think that's d- the same thing. It is, but I don't. We didn't call it ditto. It was uh, all okay. that purple ink. Yeah, the purple ink. That's ah. the dittoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I would just crank that for the teacher because I think my teacher. I don't think I was being good. I think my teacher wanted me just to stop yeah. talking in class, yeah. go to the office, and help make copies. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Make those copies. Those are sweet, <laughs> sweet smelling copies. Yeah, they were another. Wrong with our brains, guys. Um,
1: So, so you were you a fan of homework? I I don't remember homework being a problem until I started going to Catholic school in about fourth grade. (laughs) And like from like fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade when I was going to Catholic school, it was a it was really rough. Like they gave I think I just must have gone to a school where they literally just objectively gave too much homework. Like it was. Too much. And I was living in a house that was very supportive. Like, my right. parents helped me, made sure yeah. I got my homework done. Just felt like a lot. It was just too much. Like, I remember, like, crying at night a lot Aww. because I, like, was so tired. And I needed to go to bed, but I hadn't finished the thing I needed yeah. to do. It was too much. Yeah. It was way too much. And, I, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't have any real, like, my only memories of homework, I and mean, I think I liked homework enough. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, do I get to complete something to be graded? Yay! Yeah. I mean, you know, but uh, I do remember a thing once I got older, yeah. my mother would, like, check stuff, especially, like, book reports or, like, yeah. reports and stuff, and Mama is, like, a very detailed checker. Like, she, uh-huh. like, taught me to read stuff from the back of the story all the way up to make, like, that's how you catch your mistakes the best. Uh-huh. But I can remember just sitting there, like, in agony, knowing she was going to find mistakes, and I was going to uh-huh. have to go back and do it again. She goes, oh, just give it to me! It's not a big deal, the extra the! <laughs> uh-huh. I used to be really frustrated with that. Yeah. Though, in retrospect, it has made me so much more thorough with my work yeah. as an adult. Um, But I don't remember... I don't. I don't remember being, like... Nutballs about homework until probably at the end of high school because mm-hmm. I was also doing like theater. I mean, I was like super involved in a lot of stuff, so trying to find the time was really hard. Yeah, um, but homework is a thing that parents get crazy about yeah but, but we we as parents get crazy about a lot of stuff yeah we do especially once you get into school like, yeah people fucking hate the common core guys yeah <laughs> they fucking hate it yeah. um and they hate homework and they, i mean so there's so much yelling about stuff i just wanted to see where we were just to see if later oh. it plays into yeah. how we feel about sure. homework with our kids now sure it might be interesting or maybe not okay so uh i want to ask you yes about homework. And one of the reasons we are doing this topic today is because I know that Simon, you mentioned on the show, was starting to get homework in pre-K. Yeah. And I was kind of excited that we were going to do a homework show because I just wanted everybody to know what a good person I am mm-hmm. for having not said Oh, you don't even know what you're in for. Oh, yeah. I've already lived through this for two years. You don't even know, the reason what it's going to be like. You know, uh, so I'm
1: really good. I think you actually did say something okay, like that Okay, I probably to me did. Off the air. <laughs> but, like, I think, I'm think i pretty sure is, you did we are like, pretty much say those exact we're, words
0: we're to me. So, we're so entering the true friendship tester uh, as our kids get older. And I definitely am hitting big, like, crazy things with elementary school. And your kids are just about to enter, you know what yeah. I mean? And so, like, yeah. we're just about to, like, everybody get ready. Just spend the next <sighs> few, however long we keep doing the show, mm-hmm. enjoying watching me walk that fine line of being <laughs> helpful and not being a
1: jerk. Uh, so let's see if I we can do it. Let's see if we can do okay. it with homework. I'm work. not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't see that as being a jerk. Like okay. I don't. <laughs> so now I want you to talk it at me, oh, okay. and I will
0: be the old wise woman in the room. Yeah. Go for it. Okay.
1: So um, in Simon's pre-K classroom, they have decided that between now and I guess summer, they will be doing weekly homework packets that we can work on with them at home, they can work on at home, and then we turn it in the beginning of the next week or the end of the week or whenever we want, really. Um, (laughs) Sounds vague. hmm. Yeah. And, you know, at first it was like, He was all excited. I have homework. And he, you know, the first week or two, he just did all his homework and whatever. That was cool. But then, you know, the week, the third week or something like that, there was an assignment that he just kind of like we sat down to do it and he kind of got sidetracked. Like it made him think of something else that he wanted to do that just on his own. And I was like, well we could do that, but let's get through this first. Cause this right. is your homework and we'll get this done. And then we can go do that thing. And he l- completely lost his mind. Mm. Um, at which point I was immediately, I immediately went from like, Oh, homework is fine. That's cool. It's something for them to do. <laughs> right. He's got, you know, it's like an act, it's like an activity book. Right. He's got like something to work on at home to all of a sudden I was like, this is so evil and fucked up. There's no way I'm going to force my four year old to right. sit here and do homework on a <laughs> school night. Like, that's just not happening. And so I just didn't. And then, like, I went and talked to his teachers and I was like, look, uh, I I'm fine with doing it if he wants to do it. Right. If he doesn't want to do it, I really do not want to make him do it. And his teachers were like. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Right. Like, they were like, some parents are like asking us for more. Right. Um, and, you know, so it's kind of hard for us to like find a balance. But basically, like, we're just doing this as like something for you guys to get used to. Which, right. Which, okay, I hear that. Mm. But like, on the other hand, I and I. I didn't, I didn't say this in, like, so many words, but, like, I basically just feel like that concept is bullshit. Okay. Like, they can—we can get used to it in kindergarten then, or <laughs> we can get used to it right. preferably later. Like, I was talking to my sister, who's a K-1 teacher, granted at, like, a private, you know, independent school— And I asked her, like, what kind of homework she gives her kids. And she was like, I don't give my kids homework. They're kindergarten and first graders. I just have them read every night with their parents. Are you crazy? And I was like, oh, man, I wish I had a million dollars so I could be sending my kids to your school. (laughs) Because I totally agree with that. Like, And there's just, there's been a lot of stuff, you know, articles going around. There's always articles. Mm -hmm. But, like, recently there have been some, I think, worthwhile articles about the fact that in this country we do not let our kids play right um we have them doing all this stuff at these early ages that arguably doesn't benefit them later like i'm not saying it's i don't i don't know i don't know if it's like super harmful or whatever but it just feels like their time could be better spent doing other stuff and like especially you know my my kid simon is so self-motivated at home as a four-year-old. He just wants to do... He has these, like, ideas of things he wants to do and build and make every single day. So, like, I don't... I'm just kind of like, really? I'm going to, like, interrupt that creativity and that process that's just happening naturally to be like, you need to sit here and, like, cut out these shapes and glue them into these squares and count them up and practice your numbers. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just... I So I'm in this place right now of just being like, what the fuck am I getting myself? And again, I want to just give my my kids' teachers props for being like really receptive to me and just being really grounded about it. And like, this is something we're doing because that's what we do at this school. And like, it's something I knew they would be doing at the school. But on the other hand, it's still being passed out. And so whenever we're not doing it, I feel like I'm teaching this lesson of like homework doesn't need to be done. You know, inadvertently, yeah, yeah. which like later won't work, you know, right. um, but I just decided that's my choice for now. Like, I'll right. deal with that later. Anyways, I'm just feeling very uh, I don't want I don't want to go into this with such a negative attitude, but I just feel like this is just the start of it. it and is, it's about yeah. to just get so much worse. It's, it, it, <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I feel super emotional about what you just said. Oh, sorry. I, I do. No, it's okay. Oh, okay. It's a good thing. It is, I don't think Katie Bell was given homework in pre-K. I mean, hers started in kindergarten. I guess for me, how I've approached the homework stuff has been, you know, trying to find that balance between how do I keep her excited about it or not where every night is like a fight, mm-hmm. and how do I, uh, you know, balance that with... Uh, Her understanding that it's her responsibility, right? Now, when I think of a four-year-old or I yeah. think about Katie Bell is four, yeah. my instinct is this is my baby. Yeah, no. It's not my, my baby's it's not, not going to deal with fucking stress right? at this level. Yeah. You know, so
1: I totally get what or you're saying. Or even having those kind of responsibilities. Like, I feel yeah. like, yes, I, f- I do feel like later it does make sense to be like, yeah, this is expected of you. Right. We have these expectations of you and you need to, like, follow through with them and I'm here to help you. Right. Follow through with them and we can make it fun and we can do it together. Yeah. But, like, you, this is expected of you and you need to do right. it. I get that. I'm just just like it's Why? a weird bar to be
0: set at pre-K because it's yeah. almost because now this plays a little bit into what I think is interesting about this conversation that I want to have today, which is it's setting you as the parent up for like a week. It's putting you in a hard place. Yeah. Right. Like and I think especially in these early years, one of the questions that homework brings up is who is this for? Right. Because I remember when uh, Katie Bell started getting homework in uh, school and her teacher was very much like. Every kid had a responsibility when they got there. You hung your stuff up on the door. You put your homework folder in this thing. Mm-hmm. You checked your name off. And it was like all this stuff. in her class, by the end, it was just like this amazing group of capable kids, mm-hmm. right? But halfway through the year, you still had parents coming in with their kids, hanging their lunchbox up for them, putting it in right. the thing, pulling yeah. the chair down. I mean, the other yeah. kids just ran around like crazy. Right. And those kids are not going to grow up to be serial killers. Those kids are going to be fine and figure it out, too. Yeah. But... I remember asking my teacher, what do you expect in this homework? Yeah. You know, are you just like, what's your goal for this? Yeah. You know, and for her, the goal was just getting kids prepared to take responsibility for their stuff. Mm -hmm. Is it in my folder that I bring my folder back to school? Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, what's my job as her parent Like, because I don't want to do it for her. Right. But she's five. So I have to figure out the balance of reminding her without doing it. Right. Right. Like, do you have your homework? Is it in your folder? You know, and if she forgot it, my answer was. Well, we forgot it. You know, your name will go up on the board and you'll bring it the next day. You know, it's fine. Like, that's, like, she has to understand the consequence of not remembering it. But the consequence was never, we're going to take a finger. You know what I mean? It was just, so by the time we got into first grade, the homework is a totally different scenario now. Like, now, I remember this was, like, the first year of, like, real homework. We had a lot of kids who hadn't been in our class doing the kind of homework that our kindergarten teacher had given our kids so they come in to uh this first grade class and this teacher all the first grade teachers give out the exact same homework mm-hmm. which is good mm-hmm. right cuz that wasn't happening in kindergarten and i remember a lot of parents were really overwhelmed by it mm-hmm. i heard like there were several different ends of the spectrums the parents were like this is too much homework i'm my kids taking 2 hours to do it mm-hmm. stuff like that and i i wish sometimes that the teacher the back-to-school night sort of things that happened at elementary schools where you get to meet your teacher and they tell you what their plans is happened before a month in. Right. <laughs> they always happen like I a know. month after school starts. So you're running around like a pulling your hair out. Yeah. And you're like, why couldn't you have just sent this home in an email or yeah. told me or anything? Yeah. But it was a really good time for us to ask questions of our teachers. And I, I wrote some of the questions down that I thought might be helpful for people. And they were, you know, ask, what are you expecting from this homework? right? Like, do you want this to be perfect? Like, you know, like, if I see an error, do you want that corrected? Or do you want to see her errors so that you know where she needs help, mm-hmm. right? Like, is that the lesson? Like, what's that lesson there? Mm-hmm. Is it home teaching or is it school teaching? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how long do you think it should take a child to do this homework? And our teacher was great. She's like, it shouldn't be taking your kids more than 15 minutes to do each night's amount of homework. If it's taking them more than that, Tell me mm-hmm. and we'll adjust it. Uh and if it's taking them less, we'll adjust that. Like Katie Bell, the normal homework, it takes her like five or ten minutes to bust through like the sheets. Mm-hmm. So they gave her extra reading homework. Mm-hmm. Um and she doesn't know any different. She didn't know that no one else was getting that, you know, homework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but if that became too much, we'd pull that back, right? Mm-hmm. So um so I feel like those and I asked uh I asked her, you know, what what do you want, you know, this homework to achieve? And she and her basic answer was, it's just a good way for me to see where your kids are in terms of what they're retaining from school. It's a good way for me to see what I need to work on with each child individually, and it shouldn't be stressful, right? Mm-hmm. So I think those are good things to approach your teachers with without going in on the defensive at first. Like, which is exactly what you did, Tracy. You, were, you went in and you were like,
1: I don't, yeah. there's a fight. I don't want to fight. No, yeah. I was nice about it. I yeah, was yeah. I was like, yeah, I just want to like, touch base about this. Yeah. Because like, same... I, I don't want, like, basically I knew his teachers weren't going to like, give him an F. It's right. Like preschool. <laughs> well, that's right. But like, what I didn't want to have happen was for them to like, be doing any kind of like homework review in class where right. he would, f- where Simon would feel somehow ashamed that he hadn't done something that other kids had done. Right. You know what I mean? Cause well, I yeah. was like, I mean, I know that maybe later that's uh, maybe uh, for an older kid, that's good motivation to yeah. get it done. But I think for a four year old, it doesn't no. serve them at all. Well, it's but- like, it, it's, a, it's the same thing as you were saying is like, we just want to get them used to like taking responsibility for their own stuff and like bringing their own stuff back to school. Like, I'm not even sure that's something my four-year-old is like should be be expected to do. Like, I do still keep track of what goes into the car every morning. Like, I ask him to carry stuff sometimes. But, like, I don't—I mean, I don't know. Well, that goes into that question of, like, who is this homework for?
0: Are you trying to teach my child a lesson or are you trying to teach me a lesson? Right? You know what I mean? Because I do know that—I actually, with my kindergarten teacher, I did say to her after a couple of weeks, I was like— I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about the homework because when I come in and I hear you talking to the kids in the morning about putting their stuff away, sometimes I feel like you're addressing me. Mm -hmm. And my job as her parent is I want to foster her independence. So while I'm standing here in this classroom in the morning, I want, I'm not going to go get her stuff and put it up. I'm going to stand here and remind her to go get it. Mm -hmm. But you're... When you address the kids, I, I can't tell if you're trying to, you know Oh, I know can't say to about. me, yeah. Mom Right. Get your kid's stuff and put right. it down. Or mom, don't get your kid's stuff and put it down. Which is a really weird like weird. guilt balance as totally. a parent to suddenly be in like yeah. how much am I supposed to be helping? I mean like sometimes Good job clarifying
1: that with her. Because well, that's, that's like kind of that's a weird, it's a weird thing, thing that people do. do around but it's I I've seen it done You do it in your own house with your yeah. partner sometime. Like yeah. Papa will help you put that away. Oh totally. Oh totally. <laughs> I mean yeah. I don't want to fucking get up right now and right. do it, right? right? Yeah.
0: But I do think I think as a as a thing that I have learned over the two years is, a pro- and I hope I can take, and I hope I continue to get open and receptive teachers each year, mm-hmm. and I won't, I won't, yeah. I've heard plenty of nightmare stories, is that before I go in on the attack is to go in and say, you know, every year it's going to be different because every year it's a different teacher. Mm-hmm. Everybody runs their classroom differently. Whether you're in a private school or a public school, it doesn't matter. You have to start over every year with what the expectations are right. for your child. Yeah. You know, I can remember, like, being super into homework when it first came home and, like, having to switch my brain and be like, okay, my child is five, my child is six, mm-hmm. she's kindergarten, she's in first grade, I'm not going to – I don't need to be my mother right now mm-hmm. and, like, walk back this check. <laughs> you know I mean? Right. they like, your A is backwards, Katie Bell. I'm right. I'm going to need you to – exactly. no, I yeah. need to know that she's writing it backwards and the teacher needs to know she's writing it backwards. Right. Right? Yeah. So, you know, ugh, there's a lot of – and here's the other thing I wanted to talk about, and that was just I don't want – I don't want to – and I think this is – Plays maybe into your fears. Is, I don't want to set my kids up for hating homework.
1: Right. Exactly. You know. I don't want to set them up for hating it. Yeah. Even though like there's plenty to hate. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, there's plenty to you hate. you know, right. But like right. I don't want to give. Well, and that's what I was saying to Simon's teacher was like I don't want to give him a complex now right. about his homework. I would just want it to be fun and easy because later I know that there will be like challenges and I don't want to go into that with all of us having, like, a weird, tense attitude about right. homework needing to be done. Like, I'd rather be like, hey, it's homework time. Like, yeah. cool, you know, and, like, let it be fun for him for now.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things that, like, I feel like... And again, I've said this on the show when Katie Bell started homework. I I have... Uh, We have a unique situation, given that Ellis goes to bed so early, we don't do afternoon activities. Yeah. I can't take her anywhere. I got nobody to watch Ellis, right? So we're home after school. And, you know, last year during kindergarten, I really wanted to set up a routine for her, uh, just like all the routines we've ever set up for the kids. Mm -hmm. I feel like if we have to change it, as long as the core of the routine is the same, Mm -hmm. whether you're doing it at four o'clock or six o'clock, that helps them. They Mm -hmm. know that this is where they sit. Like, you know, I have Katie Bell sitting in the kitchen where I am uh, in and out of. Mm -hmm. But she's in the center of the house so I can see her, you know. And she gets to come home and blow off steam for like 30 minutes. And then she sits down and does her homework. And then she gets to go run around and be crazy again. And I don't give her a lot of distractions during it. There's no like, she can't snack during homework. She can snack Mm -hmm. before, she can snack after, but she can't eat because that child will eat Mm non-stop, everybody. (laughs) Um, And uh, and I will say, something I've started to notice now that I may start to kind of track mentally in my head is there are some days she busts through it. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a pattern. I really do feel that, like, Mondays, she could I could actually have her do two days worth of homework, yeah, and just get that out of the way, right. like as opposed to make because then by like Wednesday she's like, yeah, I don't They're want, tired. yeah, she's yeah. just so burned out. And then Thursday she's like, let's get through it again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she she was sick on Monday of this week, and we have a holiday on third Friday, and she forgot her homework Tuesday when she went in, so she had to do all her homework Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. With all of it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, we got to do this. We got to sit down. <laughs> we got to do it. Mm-hmm. We'll take some breaks in between. And she was able, you know, to get through it. So in the back of my head, I was like, I wonder if I convinced her just to get all her homework done mm-hmm. on Mondays. Yeah. Then she could just have the rest of the week. Yeah. You know what I mean? But But my point is... We've had to alter her routine sometimes if I felt like stuff wasn't working Mm -hmm. or if I felt like stuff was working. And uh, there are going to be times probably next year where our schedule is going to be drastically different. And she will be doing it later at night. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, I think it's just like everybody has to kind of like find out what works for them, like in every other
1: parenting situation. Mm -hmm. But I do know kids who can't stand it. Well, there's also I mean... You bring up a good point about, like, you guys being lucky that you have like this time set aside. I mean, Jesse and I were talking about homework. Jesse has, like, a particular – he had a really difficult time with homework uh, growing up. He just – whatever. It's Long story. But he just absolutely, like – he still has bad homework dreams, basically. Like, definitely trauma about homework. (laughs) So, like, we've basically designated me as, like, the homework parent. Right. um, And – And, like, but we're talking about it recently because of all this stuff going on with Simon. And Jesse just said, you know, the thing that bugs me, one of the things that bugs me the most about homework is it's basically just a free way to educate kids. Like, that's why schools do it. It's just no cost to them. They can just send stuff home and kids, like, basically it's just passing it to parents to teach their kids, essentially, or Mm -hmm. for kids to teach themselves. And I was thinking about that. And... Um, and also it, what it made me, you know, we should really have somebody here with us who is a full-time working parent whose kids go to aftercare yeah. because I know a lot of parents have told me, well, homework actually isn't that big of an issue for us because our they kids do it, do it, do it aftercare, at aftercare. Right. You know, they do it there. Yeah. So we don't see it, but that sort of, I mean, and that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm curious to learn more about how that works. Um, My kids will most likely be doing aftercare and I yeah. guess it'll get done then. I think part of the issue I'm running into now is because my kids are in care until like 4.30, you know, every day. Yeah. By the time we get home and yeah. get like settled and have a snack, it's like, Pretty much dinner time, right? You know, and then like if Simon hasn't napped that day, which he doesn't usually, like my kids go to bed at like seven forty-five, yeah. so like there isn't really time to do homework, which is yeah. a weird situation with a four-year-old. Like you're getting, you're basically like you have time, you have like fifteen minutes to do a homework yeah, assignment with a four-year-old. Crazy and, young it, it makes no sense. Homework. It makes no sense. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, do you know is, what I mean? Yeah, no, it but, is. Yeah, but like, but what I'm saying is that um, you know, I'm curious. To understand how the aftercare situation works. But, like, what I don't – what I guess, like, really rubs me the wrong way about, like, having homework for young kids is that, like, there's so much time that we're – like, that kids – spend out of the home mm-hmm. not like getting to be with their families and like having right. family time even just like watching tv with your parents is like a bonding activity i mean like bare minimum like right you know preferably you're doing something else you're reading together or like playing a game or hanging out or right. doing a project whatever but like even just watching tv and talking about what you're watching or like yeah. cuddling or like all of these things to me even though I don't have a 6-, 7-, or 8-year-old, right. to me, that seems preferable as a way of spending that time right. during the day. Like, it just seems like the priorities are out of whack. Yeah, no, I, I totally get
0: what you're saying. Okay. I, I, I want to—I I totally get what you're saying. No, and I fully agree, No, 4-year-old should be doing fucking homework, and it should not be tearing the family apart. So <laughs> I fully support that, 100%. Um, even kinder, it seemed weird. A little bit. But, I mean, again, it was like (laughs) cut and paste these circles or whatever. You know what I mean? But I want to say in support of homework... Right, I have I have some things yeah. to say. In no, it's sport. good. I,
1: that's what I yeah. want to hear because I'm coming into this situation yeah. with like a really bad attitude. Well, See, this about goes it. back to how
0: did you feel about homework, yeah. right? Like, and especially if yeah. you got both parents and one of them really fucking hates it, and yeah. another one's like, I don't remember loving it.
1: Well, right, I can play it off, but well, right. this is what's going on inside in your brain. Me. You know, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm not saying that's how you would apply
0: it. To your yeah, kids, yeah, but In your brain, that's the wrestle. Yeah. Um, I here's what I say is good about homework. Now, I don't ever. I will always fight to not let homework be something that becomes uh, a stress in their lives that is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I do think it is good for children to learn that sometimes things kind of suck and they have to push through it. Uh Should they push through it for three hours? Absolutely fucking not, Uh right? But I like that Katie Bell understands she has this responsibility when she comes home. And again, it only takes us 15 to 20 minutes, max 30 if she's like off on the, you know, out uh-huh. in the world, right? Yeah. And I know how much playtime she's getting yeah. after school. What, you know, and mm-hmm. by the way, she is in an after school program on Mondays. She chooses not to do her homework then. Uh, they have a choice. Uh-huh. I think she's there for like three hours before I come get her because school's half day on Mondays. Uh-huh. And I keep saying, why don't you just do it at school? Yes. <laughs> Do it, yeah. but what they do is they all have like a designated homework time that if you want your child to do it there, the uh, the staff walks around and helps them when they need it. I will say that by the time first grade has rolled around that homework, the kids are so familiar with what they're doing in class. Mm-hmm. They come home and it's like, oh, this is, I already did this in class today. Mm-hmm. you know, and and so I am pro the responsibility aspect of it. okay. I am pro the sort of making sure that you are retaining what you're learning in school a little bit and applying it sort of in a scary, non-supportive school environment, right? Mm-hmm. Like, can you can you do this somewhere else? Or you, is your brain thinking about this somewhere else? And three, it is my window into what they are learning at school. i yeah. not there all day. I do not know new math. I do not know, like, what they're... If I can see the homework, I can know what she's studying in class, and I can help her apply it in other ways... I will admit it is a struggle. There are some days it's a struggle, and I am like, just do your homework. Mm-hmm. And there are other days where I see her, and she, and I know it's just because she's bored. And there are other days where she's struggling, and I have to really, like, reach down with a screaming toddler, like mm-hmm. a mom up, and be like, how do I help her figure out how to make this work? Mm-hmm. How do I help her learn the tricks like, oh, the answer is probably up here somewhere in the question. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, let's look for the... Obvious Mm non-answers before we find the right answers. So,
1: what it sounds like you're saying is that you feel like a lot of the time it's a good challenge to have. It's a good challenge challenge for you and for her, and for her to have. Yes. Now that
0: said, I if we were in that, that could easily change. I have a friend; her child is having, you know, had a really bad kindergarten experience, Mm -hmm. uh, and now in first grade still has not uh, started reading yet. And so everything is frustrating to him. Mm -hmm. Homework is just all about screaming at her. (laughs) And it is a fucking fight. Oh, God. Every night. Yeah. Throwing things because he's so frustrated that he can't do this. And she's frustrated because she's like, we're all smart and you're smart. You should be able to do this. It is a bad place, right? So they're really trying to get over that challenge and figure that out. Mm -hmm. So I know that that's out there in the world. And that's, again, where you have to step back and you talk to the teacher or you talk to other outside help and say, what's really going on here? Is my kid just fucking bored? Mm -hmm. Are my expectations unrealistic? Is the school's expectations unrealistic? And let's figure out a good way to keep my kid interested in school because Mm -hmm. i firmly agree no one wants to like ruin a school experience Mm -hmm. everybody's kids gonna be in school probably forever guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we have to like figure out a way to stay positive about this thing because you're right by the time you had high school that shit is brutal
1: yeah it's brutal it is yeah well let's not talk about law school do, oh god, I'm like, don't even you go know, to college, well, Katie Bell. May, you know, some, live on a commune somewhere. Sometimes I think my law school mm-hmm. experience may is have, actually clouding the way I'm thinking about yeah. early homework and well, early education. I know. Well, once you live you know what well, I mean. Let me like, tell you,
0: as my like, <laughs> oh my god. That, don't let me tell you how horrible life's about to be. But when you do sit there and you look at how, again, I've told you, I've gone into these classrooms and done volunteer projects, and mm. I am like... You mean the older classrooms? Yeah, or? I'm just like in first, uh-huh. no, like, first, oh, first grade. No, I go in first grade, go into her class, uh-huh. did this volunteer project, and I am like, whoa, the learning levels in this class is so vast. Uh-huh. It is. There is no middle, guys. This whole concept of teach to the middle uh-huh. or teach to the high and everybody, whatever this thing is, uh-huh. in terms of how our country teaches our kids, uh-huh. it is impossible. One <laughs> worksheet will not work for right. all levels, yet right. we all have to take that same worksheet home. Right. And so, like... I hear the line about Jesse like the this is just free teaching. Yeah. We, but on some level, this is where we have to step in and say, is this working for my kid? What level is my kid when they look at this fucking worksheet uh-huh. that everybody's supposed to do mm-hmm. and 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 be their support, be like you know, in a way homework is our chance to be our kids champion in like, how is the best way for them to learn? What is their way of learning? And if it's not that fucking worksheet and I can't homeschool Katie Bell, mm-hmm. though I've had those moments of being like fuck this
1: shit. i have got to homeschool. We are going to paint the walls, right? Well, the first thing that made me want to homeschool my kids was homework. And then was I that? realized how <laughs> was, ironic that know, would be it because it's homework. just all homework. <laughs> Talk about not wanting to make your kid do something.
0: Anyway, I mean, the bottom line is homework yeah. sucks for all of us. Okay. Right? And just us try, I guess, try and set clear ex- ex- expectations for yourself and your kid. Yeah. And be prepared for those expectations to change. Uh-huh. And, ugh. Try to remember that your teachers probably want to help you. Yeah. And it's not a huge monstrous machine out to chew up all of our children and spit them out into like robot automatons. Mm-hmm. Probably it mm-hmm. isn't. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's time for the small village of you and your teacher and your child and, and figuring out how to make that work. And I'll be checking everybody's work for progress. <laughs> I'm
1: Allegra Ringo, a dog owner. And I am Renee Culvert, a dog wanter. And together, we're the hosts of Can I Pet Your Dog, a podcast for unapologetic dog lovers. So let's talk about this. What are you getting yourself into? What is this podcast about? Well, we have dog news, dog experts, and interviews with special guests about their dogs. We also talk about dogs that we met this week. Join us every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org for new episodes of Can I Pet Your Dog? Wow. Oh my god. Oh my god. god. I saw what you
0: did. Oh my god. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my god, that's fucking genius.
1: Well, this <laughs> <laughs> the setup is not the genius, but the setup is my sister had her baby. Yay! Um, oh my god, you guys. Oh, I'm just so in love with this baby. <laughs> my genius was that I when I found out she was in labor. I got Jesse to help with the boys and what they needed for a couple days. And I hopped on a plane. I went up to Oakland. I got to be there. I got to see the baby just moments after she was born and be there for my sister and be there with my family and just had an amazing couple of days up there and, um, I don't know, I'm an aunt, you guys. It was it was That's so special. So I'm just so glad I did it because it was just an amazing experience to be there. That's genius. That's really Thanks. good. Thank you.
0: Good job. And Thanks. welcome to the world. <laughs> uh she was actually just everybody knows right before I said genius fail time, Teresa. She like was holding out a picture.
1: Of, of my niece. Of her niece,
0: just right up in my face. I can't stop looking at pictures she can't of stop her. looking at pictures. You should have another baby.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't need to. Now I have a niece.
0: <laughs> All right. I went and had my physical. Wow. I haven't had You're one. I'm on top
1: of things. I have
0: not had anything checked
1: out since I gave birth yeah,
0: to a baby. that sounds about right. Yeah. And Unless
1: you needed to go in for birth control. But right. nope. other than that. <laughs> no, oops.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I finally went in. <clears throat> And I got everything done. Nice. They kept saying stuff like, well, you don't need that. I'm like, uh, no, I might, because I haven't had that done in like three or four years. Uh-huh. What about this? You don't need that. that I've never had that. Everything <laughs> was poked, Good. prodded, pulled, squashed.
1: Wow. Got it all checked out, guys. Okay. Fantastic. It was. Good go. job. Thank
2: you.
0: Hi, Biz and Teresa.
2: I'm calling with a genius moment. My son just turned five, and we were at the library today. And he said, I have to go to the bathroom. And I said, me too. Let's go. So we went to the bathroom. And I realized that he's five and can do this whole scenario by himself. And said, do you want to go into your own stall and close the door? And he said, yes. And then I went into my own stall. So the genius is realizing that my child is growing up. <laughs> that I have done a good job to teach him the how to properly use a public bathroom by himself. <laughs> and I actually got to go to the bathroom without another person in the public bathroom stall with me for the first time in a long time, uh, basically since I had my kid. So, <laughs> yay. Thanks for the show. I love you guys. Have a good
1: day. It's a good job. It's a really good job.
0: Even children get older <laughs> and I'm getting old. I got to tell you, but it is, it, it, you know what? Yeah, your child is totally capable of going yeah, to the bathroom on their own. That's so end. cool. It's great. Good job. Good job. Failures. Fail. 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 Fail!
1: You suck. Fail me, Teresa. <laughs> I placed an order for groceries. We were out of, like, important things, like milk and bread, and, like really important things that we needed. I placed an order with Amazon Fresh, which we do sometimes, and, um, And it didn't show up, and I was like, what the fuck? I need this stuff, like, for lunches and, like, really important things. And I was, like, kept saying to everybody in my family, I ordered the things, and they didn't show up, and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So then I went to, like, get my, like, report that it didn't come or whatever and, like, found that I just had, like, never placed the order. I'd, like, put, I'd spent a lot of time ordering, like, $100 worth of groceries and just never clicked order.
0: Wow. Yeah. Good job, I know. That is the that's the worst.
1: It was so stupid. I do hate that one. I do hate when I'm like, I've ordered it. Yeah. It should be here. And you just like it. I didn't have I've been waiting. I was like watching the door for like during Isn't the with the like one hour Amazon, window they're what's supposed your to be. There? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, no. uh, so my father's
0: birthday was the eighth. So we called and we all sang happy birthday. Uh-huh. And we had uh, his his Birthday present arrived that day. Uh-huh. Everybody was all together. It was great. And then on the 9th, I woke up and saw an email to my father from my sister wishing him happy birthday because his birthday is the 9th. Oh. <laughs> By God, I got everybody on that phone again, and I was like, second time's the charm. (laughs) We love you so much. We're going to wish you happy birthday twice. I might as well have called. I should still be calling him probably right now. I should call him every morning. Just to make up for it. Just every day. But it's just like, sack of garbage. (laughs) Oh, At least that was a day ahead. Yeah. Kind of. a little better. (sighs) I know. So this morning, my
2: husband and I were making burritos with his leftovers super hot wild wings, and unbeknownst to us, we accidentally dropped a piece. Well, after breakfast, our 10-month-old is in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, he starts crying, and we don't know why. So I pick him up, bring him out to the living room, come to find out he has a piece of hot wing in his hand, and every time he puts it to his mouth, he starts screaming. Well, that's a fail. Thanks, ladies. <laughs> the Love the show.
0: Bye. The spicy stuff you just—that is the, the worst. It burns. I do it to myself. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I'm like cutting. I like do things with forks now because I'm around kids all the time. Uh-huh. I'm just like because we eat a lot of spicy stuff, uh-huh. so I'm constantly like, okay, I can't touch the children for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, mom. How dare you and your husband enjoy spicy wings or anything spicy or enjoyable (laughs) that you might actually like. (laughs) And that's why you need a dog to come take this from you to help you out. Dogs don't care. They're just happy to get some chicken. Chicken. I don't even care if it's rubbed in shit. I'm a dog. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Dogs Dogs have slightly better preferential tastes than that. Well, sometimes Sometimes they like to eat shit, though. True enough. (laughs) Well, Mom... You're doing a horrible job. (laughs) You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you,
3: I love you. When
0: I have a problem, I
3: call you on the phone.
0: Charissa. Yes. Let's call a mom. Great. Yay! This week, we are calling Heather Ryan, who's a former NCIS agent of 14 years, where she traveled the world chasing predators (laughs) who preyed on families and children. When her kids reached school age, she decided to leave and focus on actually helping families learn how to protect their children and get off the bad guy's radar with her program, Get Safe Academy, that she created with Janelle Patterson. Welcome, Heather. Hi, guys. Hi, we are so happy to have you on the show. So before we get into this uh, lighthearted topic, I would
4: love to know who lives in your house. So in my house, my eight-year-old son, my six-year-old daughter, and my husband. And I, and some random cats, and occasionally a dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just ever-roaming animals coming in and out. Yeah, yeah.
1: You just have, I just picture like a few different doggy doors and kitty doors, and there's just like, dogs and cats that come in and leave. <laughs>
4: that, that sounds we perfect. Col- you know, yeah, we collect animals. I don't know. I, ever since I was little, I just feel the need to save things like pets <laughs> and people. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's it's talk about I that. Do.
0: <laughs> let's actually talk about this. You know, uh-huh. for many of us, Our closest connection with something like NCIS is a CBS television show. and I have a feeling that just like all crime shows, they're very much not actually as accurate as one would like to believe. And they they quite possibly are not preparing me for emergency situations as much as I think they would. (laughs) Pretty you sure you'd be correct, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm actually a licensed detective, thanks to all the books <laughs> and TV that I've watched, right? Yeah, uh, but well, I get that a lot, yeah, yeah. I bet, I bet. <laughs> but hey, you know how it is, don't you, Heather? Yeah. Um, but let's actually get into how did you get into this line of work? And I, I would love to know about some of your experiences because you I, clearly. You were pregnant during some of that time. Uh, so I'd love to <laughs> I know, was. yeah, what
4: got you a- into this work? It seems terrifying. <laughs> uh, well, it was it was re- actually really exciting and very rewarding. But, you know, I was a, out of college. I was a social worker, and I worked for um Department of Children and Family Services in Cleveland. And I'll never forget, I was sitting with a bad guy who was like somebody's grandpa, and he had been abusing his grandchildren. And I was sitting at this table, and I thought, If I have to tell you what you're doing is wrong, like no hug's going to fix that. You just need to go to jail. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) So I knew I wanted to be in law enforcement. It was just that easy. So, um, yeah, so I went back to graduate school. This was all before September 11th and before the Mm. TV shows, you know, and all that. So it was a different world. And you didn't really hear about women doing this job too much. And you actually really still don't that much. But, um, so I went to graduate school. I was in graduate school as a TA there, and the professor I worked for. I had a I was in the um, application process for FBI, DEA, Secret Service, all those things that everybody knows about. And he said, "Have you ever heard of this little organization called NCIS?" And I said, "No, I had not." And it, there actually had been some big leaders who had gone through this. I went to Indiana State, and um, some of leadership went through there. And he made introductions, and some of them became my mentors. And um, eventually, they offered me a job right before September 11th. And it's funny, um, wow. the FBI did, too, like two weeks later. And it was a really hard decision for me because everybody knows what FBI means, right? But right. at the time, there was no TV show. so But I took a leap of faith and went with NCIS, and um, it was the best decision I ever made. So how do you—tell us a little bit about the work you were doing at
0: NCIS for those of us who may not watch CBS.
4: Okay, <laughs> So it stands for Naval Criminal Investigative Service, and as a special agent there, we're civilian. We're not in the military, so we have civilian and military arrest authority, and we investigate felonies that affect the Department of the Navy. So it's Navy or Marine Corps. I say we. I'm still saying we. I just I'm not there anymore. <laughs> but um, they uh, investigate felonies that affect the uh, Navy and Marine Corps. So that's things like um, I work. When I first came out, I was pretty young. So I worked undercover narcotics for a while. Um, rape, sexual assault, child abuse, homicide. Um, for four years, I worked espionage in D.C., things like that. All
0: right. Everybody has a hard time with work-life balance,
4: uh, especially <laughs> once
0: you have kids. Uh, yeah. How was that? I mean, you, again, you were pregnant on the job. Did that affect yeah. your work? Oh, yeah. Uh,
4: yeah. And I don't know if I mentioned it, but my husband was an agent also. Oh, wow. So. We have a super. We say we have a counseling fund for our kids instead of a college fund. But, anyways, yeah. I uh, so when I was pregnant, <laughs> it was a very strange time to be an agent, and you know, I found that people maybe didn't take me quite as seriously. And I, I look like a second grade teacher to begin with, but add on that I'm pregnant, then you know, picture it in your head. So I decided that I would start using this to my advantage. And I had um, hypermesis when I was pregnant, so. I was like vomiting all the time, you know, and it never stopped, Wow, if <laughs> we both pregnancies and um I was at first I was really embarrassed about it, and then I decided to use it as an interrogation technique so <laughs> <laughs> so I would be talking to these bad guys who you know they don't like to most of them don't tell you right away what they did. you have to like sit in there for you know four, five, seven, eight hours and on the TV shows, they don't show you how bad they smell, but they like almost always stink. Well, I was very sensitive to smell, and oh my I had a god, vomiting this would be my <laughs> so, nightmare. Like a, I nightmare. This is a total. Yeah. I'm like those Clorox was, wipes <laughs> smell like shit. Get them
0: away from me. Like, I can't imagine being in an interrogation room. Mm-hmm. Okay,
4: so yeah, you're there. it was really awful. So. And they would just make me sit there. So finally, and I used to leave the room and come back in, and finally I decided that I used it as a technique. So I'd bring in a trash can with me, and they would lie to me, and I would vomit, and they keep lying to me, and then i vomit again, and I would say, listen, like, I'm going to keep vomiting literally all day long. So you can sit in me with this room all day long and lie to me, or we could wrap this up, and we could all go about our day. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Did it did it wind up oh, producing and it, an Oh my gosh, yeah. It people totally were works. just like, I don't want to sit here and watch this pregnant woman vomit all yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: love that so so much it's amazing that's truly like empowering you're an american hero you
0: should actually go (laughs) like you need to get pregnant again and then go sit before congress (laughs) to try and get a law passed that we get proper maternity leave i'm gonna sit in this room with you guys vomiting until you pass a law that says i get some time off to actually produce a human life right i can puke all day yeah um Mm -hmm. yeah Well, let's talk about, so you you left and you started this organization to start helping empower parents because, and I'd love for you to help us, Uh, you know, again, uh, I can remember before Stephanie and I had kids, you know, I came from, I mean, my mother, again, and people know the story, you know, she would drop us off at the mall. Don't, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, people my hide stroke. under your cars and slit your tendons and then take you, you know, or somebody can come up and syringe you in the back and be like, my daughter is passed out. I'm taking her to the hospital, you know, like she would leave <laughs> us. Now, she wasn't crazy. She just, mm-hmm. like, uh, had been exposed to so many things uh, due to her work uh, and the people yeah. in her work that she was trying to prepare us. And she did it in a way that did not make us crazy. Uh, now, Stefan, <laughs> my husband, was like, I do not want us to raise paranoid children. And I said, I don't either. I want us to raise yeah. powerful, empowered, smart children who, right. who will, you know, who are, who feel capable and confident, And I think that's a really fine line because even in making them confident, you know, like Mm -hmm. I I tell Katie Bell all the time, you know, one of the things that I'm letting her do right now is once a month, uh, the guy who lives next door to us owns a lawn care service. And so he takes care of our, uh, you know, cuts our grass, uh, his team cuts our Mm -hmm. grass. And Katie Bell takes the check to him. So I let her, they're right next door, but his door is around the corner of the street. Mm -hmm. So for a brief moment, she is out of my sight going up to the door and doing it. She's six. And Mm -hmm. she and I have talked about this. We have forever talked about no one needs your help with a puppy. No one needs your help with directions. You know, adults don't need your help. Uh, That doesn't mean you're smart and capable. It doesn't mean that you can't be helpful, but adults don't need your help okay you know right. they need another adult self. and we talk about it uh, all the time one day she's going to mm-hmm. realize that that there's actually something dangerous on the other side of that adult one day or and what's worse is that i know why i'm telling her mm-hmm. this and i yeah. don't like thinking about these things so what I, what i'm hoping we you can help us with <laughs> is can yeah. you so help us help us without okay.
4: <laughs> Without making us lock Not all our children in the basement forever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can do it. Well, so, yeah, I started Safe in the City first, and that primarily I was working with women and girls about empowerment and, and how to stay safe and then um, some self-defense stuff. And then I met somebody in social media, owns a social media company, Janelle Patterson, we formed Get Safe Academy, because we found that parents were just asking exactly what you just said. How do I do this without, like, freaking these kids out? So we have kind of two... For the young kids some suggestions that we like to give to our classes and you know what our course that we offer um you were talking about um the puppies and and no adults need your help perfect and what we do in our house it works well for us now i know you have um your son is younger but Mm -hmm. with my two kids who are you know around the same age we have scenario drills in our house and generally i don't know but i find that i'm in the car like all the time Mm -hmm. going to place. So while we're in the car, we, I make up scenarios and now it's turned into a competition. Cause as you can imagine, there's a bunch of alphas in my house and like everybody wants to win. So, um, but I'll come up with different scenarios. So even though I say adults don't need your help. I will say things like I'll give in of the puppy scenario. I'll give the, um, candy scenario, whatever, because the reality is like these kids, I swear you can tell them a thousand times. And when it actually happens, we hope that they'll remember what you told them, but I've got one kid who gets it and one kid who doesn't. So we just keep going over and over and over again, not to the point where it's totally scary for them, but where it's just in their head frequently. Well, it's not our, one conversation that you have. Well, let me but, ask
0: Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Our, I mean, again, the world mm-hmm. is different in terms of what is being shown to us. I don't know if the world itself yeah. is a different place, but what we see... You know, three shows out of five every single night on television, plus news stories, plus newspapers, plus magazines, plus clickbait, Mm -hmm. plus everything, is Mm -hmm. if your child walks outside the house, they are going (laughs) to be taken, right? Right. And is is the – work through your experience – Is the world legitimately this horrible a place? And if you say yes, I'm going to edit this out. Uh, (laughs) uh, I mean, like, how much? Because I also hear people say the world's actually safer than it's ever been. And, you know, we're very free range uh, as parents on this show. We want our children to have this independence. We want our children Mm -hmm. uh, to have some of the experiences we had as kids.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean, is it is it is it true or 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 you know is it or danger world anymore? Is it like what? yeah,
4: yeah? You know, it's really it's really not. So that's only I, I would say you know during a class like that's only a kind of a small part that we talk about because it is a reality. Like does it ever happen? Yeah, does it happen a lot or as much as you see on TV? Absolutely not. Like your kid's not going to be kidnapped out of their bedroom most likely. Right. You know your kid's not going to be. But the Internet is actually where we see so much more uh, danger. And, of course, this is stuff like we talk about. We're the first generation of parents having to deal with this digital parenting or or these threats that are coming towards our kids. Our our parents don't know what to do about, you know, my mom doesn't know what in the world Snapchat is and stuff like that. But the dangers to our kids via the Internet. So, like, now we have, well, I like to say we have all of our physical doors locked and closed all the time even though I grew up with my front door wide open, but our virtual doors are wide open. So, like, we're all very clear on the somebody's going to kidnap my kid and yada, yada, like, you know, you're all, you were nervous about it and Target, whatever. But the reality is your kid's much more vulnerable when they're online and they're extremely vulnerable when you haven't taken the time to educate yourself about how to keep them safe. While they're online. So it's important to talk about the physical stuff. And, like, we talk a lot about secrets versus surprises in my house. What's secret- tell, you know, what- se- tell me
0: secrets versus surprises.
4: Okay. So we don't keep secrets, right? So if, if another adult tells you, uh, this is, like, something I would say to my kids, if another adult tells you to keep a secret, don't tell your mom and dad or don't tell a teacher. We don't do that in my house. And right. I have drilled this into their little heads since they were <laughs> right bite-sized, right? We do do surprises. See, I have my six-year-old cannot, cannot keep a surprise to save for life. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) and for a while I was getting a lot of, we don't keep secrets in my house. No. Okay. So that's a surprise. Like fun things are a surprise and it's okay to have surprises. And we, you explain them what a surprise is like a birthday present or, you know, things like this, but we, there are no secrets. So, um, And you explain to them, what does that mean? Well, if an adult tells you not to tell mommy and daddy about anything, anything, anything it's not a secret, anything. And I don't care if it accidentally was a surprise and that adult doesn't know how our family operates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) If my kids hear secret, it's a no-go. Right. I know some families use code words. We use code words. We only have one. I was listening to somebody who said they had like 10 different code words and maybe just my family isn't that Fast. We like had we get. had code words <laughs> going
0: Actually Teresa was just kinda giving me a look. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was No, like, I was giving you a look about ten. Ten, I was yeah, ten. I know 10 we had goals. a code word. Because again, Mama, when she was in law school, mm-hmm. some days it wouldn't be her coming to pick me up from elementary right. school. Yeah. You know, so right. that yeah. person coming to pick me up yeah. had to know the yeah. code word. And even my mother still to this day, if we are talking on the phone, and she like she has called back twice mm-hmm. in my life saying I just want to make sure. Are you trying to tell me something right now? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. We're just, you know, at a restaurant. Or I promise, I'm not seeing you secret code. You're actually okay. I did not use the code word. Uh, all right, code so words. That's, that's old good. school, but it works. Uh, no, so. it is old school,
4: but it does work. That's right. All right. So and then so we we also start at a really young age with, and this goes into as they get older, as they become tweens and teens, and then we start talking about other safety stuff. But we start talking about, um, what listening to your intuition or to mm-hmm. your gut or to the hands, of your neck, whatever you want to call it. We start talking about that, or at least we don't repress it. And we start talking about small self-defense stuff. So nothing again. And it also depends on your kid. Like uh, my kids, I have one child who is very anxious and I have another who isn't. So like, I don't want to say anything to my son who's a super anxious guy that's going to give them nightmares, right? right? So, you kind of have to tailor this stuff to how your family works and how your particular ch- um, child responds. So, but we, what we teach in our class and what we teach our kids is a lot of stun and run. Mm. So, and there's little things that you can do with your hands, like if somebody grabs you, um, and this is what we show our kids. So, if you can picture it, and this is super simple, but picture that somebody has a hold of your um, wrist. Okay, Mm -hmm. so their hand's kind of on top of yours. If you yank your arm down Mm. or side to side or even straight up, it doesn't matter really how strong that person is. It's very difficult for them to keep on to you. Right, they're breaking. You're breaking it. Yeah, It's like the Chinese finger thing. If you
0: pull straight out, you're tightening the Chinese finger grip on you. But if if you're like, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Exactly. So your idea usually is to pull away, right? right. They don't expect you. And, the, and the little kids, like they don't expect the little kids to know what to do. So that's just a super simple thing. But we talk a lot about running and yelling and yeah. not to be embarrassed, right? So listening to that whole gut. And then as they get, do you want me to talk about as they get older?
0: Yeah, let's talk a little bit. Let's wrap up a little bit on like, okay, now we've got kids <laughs> through... But, you know, they're getting on the Internet. And then you think about as they get older and they have their own devices and they're taking their own picture. All right. All right. So now prepare me for something I don't have to think about for another six (laughs) to eight years so I can pretend it's not going to affect me. (laughs)
4: Yeah, but let me throw this at you. So I kind of thought that. And then I don't know if your kids, well, maybe not your daughter, but so my son's eight. and. Dude is, like, so into Minecraft, he would play it 24 hours a day if I let him. So actually, she just
0: started asking about it. And I was like, no, we don't play that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know he why I said it. it. And it, it just <laughs> was like, no. <laughs> we don't play it. It's like, sorry, we don't. That's not <laughs> what we're doing. PBS Kids, that's all you get. That's, like, all the online time you get. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's
4: actually really cool that it's yeah, really I know, I know. You can <laughs> play it not online. But, <laughs> but he's already outgrown, like, YouTube for kids. He's not interested in that kind of stuff. So, you know, there's restrictions that you can put on to YouTube and and things like that. But I, you know, it's getting younger and younger. And there's statistics showing that by the time kids are like four or five, how many are going to have. I I don't know that you can really project that out, but. It's getting younger and younger. So even though I know even me, I used to think I don't have to do a purchase till they're like at least thirteen and not the case because my son I have my son who I have been drilling this into his head, has gotten onto Minecraft and has it like interacted with people. Yeah. Like how I mean what so you know, start really, really young and what what we teach them obviously is that uh, you don't know who's behind the keyboard, right? right? So something that's important for parents to understand and what I, I, lots of times the bad guys online will purport to be whatever it is their potential victim is. So they can be a kid, they can be playing the same games that a kid likes. They start building up the trust and then the kid complains about the parents. They're like, Mm -hmm. I hate parents too. Right. And it goes down this rabbit hole. And so often, I mean, it's, it's totally benign, right? Like there's nothing, there's nothing there. But if you're having conversations with your kid about what's going on, what's going on in their social media world, on the games that they're playing, and I don't mean like have a conversation once a month, check in. And listen, I know we're all busy, like we're cooking dinner, we're running to stuff, but you see your kid on the phone tippy-tapping away or they've been quiet in their room for a while, um, time to stop and talk about it. Who are you talking to online? And I can almost guarantee you, So many of them will say, I'm talking to my friend, so-and-so. Do you know him? Like physically know him? No. And yet they've been taught since they were kindergarten how this works. But again, they're kids. Like we were told not to climb a tree because we could break our arm.
0: And yet Mm, everybody's up the tree. That's right. right? Yeah, exactly. Their
4: brains aren't developed. They're not, you know, this is our job. Right. Right. They need to know, but this is our job. So there's all different, obviously there's different parenting styles and it's, you should have a decision in your family before your kid gets to be that age where he or she is on social media, you know, you and whoever's in your family need to agree upon what you're going to do, just like you agree upon corporal punishment or anything else. Like this is our united front. My right. united front at my house is that's my iPad. That's my phone. Until you pay for your own stuff, right. it's mine. Give it. And it's not because I don't trust my kid. It's because I don't trust the world. Oh, my God. Are you my
0: mother? Those are the words that came out of my mother's mouth every (laughs) single day of my life. It's, Mama, why won't you let me do this? It's that you don't trust me. It's not that I don't trust you, baby. I don't trust the rest of the world. Every day those words came out. And those words have come right out of my mouth at my daughter (laughs) every day. I know. It happens. But, look, here's the well, I just want to say, here's the thing, is that, like, this is uncomfortable to talk about.
3: Mm-hmm. It is not yeah.
0: something I enjoy thinking about. And right. I would prefer that it did not ever exist. And that, mm-hmm. is, that is how I, that is exactly how I feel. But I think we all agree that we have to do it. This is one of the like probably hardest parts of the parenting yeah. is facing the unknown and uh, the things, all the dangers that are out there, without letting it make us paranoid, but making us feel like we now know. You know what I mean? Like it's the old yeah, it's "What's under the, the bed?" It's about being yeah. yeah. Well, Heather, I just wanna thank you for coming on. I do not actually feel more horrible because again I was raised to think everything was a threat in my life. Uh, <laughs> Teresa, how are you? I'm fine. You're fine. I I just like oh. this. Is, um let's just let's just It's so important. Bring though, our yeah. children into the period hut and never let them <laughs> Out of it. <laughs> so I, I just want to thank you so much for joining us and, and being very gentle with us in talking about oh, it and for not so only helpful. doing the work that you did uh, while you're with NCIS, but taking that knowledge and starting a program that uh, can help all of us. And we will link everybody up to uh, your website so that people can learn more about it because uh, I know it provides right. a lot of great resources
4: um, mm-hmm. and we, we really, really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks for approaching this topic. I know it's hard, but it is it's so important. We agree.
0: All right. Thank you so much and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Heather. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. You
3: make me sing ooh, la la, la. You Make a girl go ooh, I'm in love, love. Did you see that you
0: Well, who's up for not sleeping the rest of our lives? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, it it is so good to know. And I I just, you know, also wish I didn't have to know it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, I mean, it's just like yet another thing I don't want to fucking think about.
1: (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think so... I I was a very scared child. I was okay. an anxious child, and I was very tuned into that like intuition feeling. Where right. like I have memories of things that happened. I always thought I was yeah. about to get kidnapped when I was out in the world with my like right. just with my cousins or my friends or whatever. Yeah. Um. And so, and I never did. Right. And nobody, as far as I know, nobody ever tried to kidnap me, and I wasn't ever kidnapped. And but yet, I always was afraid that that was going to happen. Okay. Um, and. I also think that there's, there's like a way in which like you just, like Heather said, you just have to know your kid because right. like I, I will not drill my kids on a daily basis right. about scenarios. I just will not do that because I actually believe that you can trust other people in the world. Oh, I, I agree and like, too. I think you can totally trust other people so, in the world. Yeah. So yeah. like I just, I... I don't know, I just, I'm torn about this conversation in the sense that, like, I, yes, I absolutely believe, like, it's helpful to have tools of specific things we can actually do to keep ourselves safer, but I just, um, my personality is such that, it like, if I'm... Thinking about it too much, right. or or feeling like, oh, I haven't talked about that yet today, or haven't, you know, right. I need to, do, you know, do this more. Um, that it's not in line with reality, and right. it's a real, su- like, an, a real energy suck for Does me it... because it takes my energy to a negative place, right? Rather than using my energy towards everybody having a good day. Well, do you I, know what I mean? I do
0: know what you mean, and I again, I wonder if it feels a little like. I definitely know this was not when my children were four and under, mm-hmm. right? And they were with me 24 hours a day almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's, in school, that's it a is good not point. something I have to be bringing up yet. That's right? very true. Yeah. And, and, and I don't want to make my three year old right. paranoid of the world. Right. 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 And I I fully agree. It's like the homework. I don't want my fucking kid having to be stressed out about homework
1: at four. No, the age is a really good distinction. It might be. No, you're absolutely right. So you are 100% correct.
0: And I I was exactly there. Mm -hmm. And now with Katie Bell wanting this independence Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, but still being young enough to not understand what body privacy is or what is a secret what's not a secret a little bit like what's Mm -hmm. a fun game what's not a fun game Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it becomes a thing where i'm with you i don't drill katie bell every single day but acknowledging as the as a parent Mm -hmm. that these are things that she may not have faced earlier but may come across and that ellis may come across Mm -hmm. later right and because it's less for me about Everybody out there is a danger to my child, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, so I totally get, I, you know, ask your teacher. Go, you know, let's yeah. identify helpers in our world. Like, yes. that is a scenario that we do all the time. Yeah. We're at a store. Who are the safe adults here? Who are the here? safe adults yeah, here? So which totally. is a great scenario yeah. game to play yeah. without it, about it being scary. Just right. like, oh, if mommy and, you know, yeah. you get separated. Who do you go find? Right. Let's agree that it's the sales yeah. clerk, Right. right? Or a mom with kids. Or a mom with kids. That's a great one, actually. I have, to be honest, I had not thought about yeah. that. But a mom with kids. I actually
1: started using that one because I don't think Simon can figure out who a sales clerk is. Right. Like, but a mom I with try, kids. But I was like, a mom with kids, you're pretty pretty much good very to Very go good. That.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, but now that kids. No offense to dads. Yeah, yes. or dads. Now with I feel kids. weird yeah, about that. Or any any parent with, with kids. A parent with kids. That's
0: a very good thing to say. <laughs> um, I do feel that. Again, like I said, as they get older, I now have to focus on slightly different things because my children, my older child is at an age where she wants more independence. Mm
1: -hmm. So... No, that's a really, really good point. And then we do not
0: have kids online.
1: Yeah. And at that point,
0: we're going to have to think about this as well. Katie Bell goes online to PBS Kids. Mm -hmm. You know, she knows how to get there on her own on the iPad. Yeah. Now, I... Am always in this, you know, within viewing and hearing distance of her on right. iPad. And if I hear, like, a voice I've never heard before on the, te- you know, on it or coming off of it, what are you watching? Oh, it's a new show on PBS. And I go over and I check it and, like, all that kind yeah. of stuff. But, like, eventually, she's going to figure out, she can type something into that bar and go look. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. she sees me do it. Right. So, I it I totally acknowledge the, like, my babies and do not want to deal with this right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, and you're right. The yeah. world of parenting is full of things that we have not thought about, and it's the worst. I am going to go put on fucking Daniel Tiger and let him tell me that I am special for the next two hours. Um, so, anyway, so that's that. Yeah. This was not fun. <laughs> uh, let's pick up on something we all like to hear, and that's having a mom have a breakdown.
2: Hi, ladies. I'm calling in with her rant. Um, I'm pregnant with my second baby. I'm seven months long. And, uh, first time around, didn't have this. This time around, I have vulvular varicose veins. Um, just about as pleasant as it sounds, means varicose veins in my lady parts. Um, and it's painful. It just hurts. It hurts to sit. And it hurts when I stand up from sitting. It hurts when I'm standing for too long or walking for too long. Um, it hurts when I get up after a full night's sleep and go to the bathroom. Um, it's just one of those things that just hurts and it'll just go away and there's nothing I can do about it, nothing at all, just live with it. My baby's fine, which is great, but um, Yeah. It's one of those pre- weird pregnancy things that happens that no one ever talks about. Mm-hmm. No one ever told me this was an option. Um, um, what would happen during pregnancy? So uh, there there you have it. These miraculous bodies of ours are that are all so crazy. Uh,
0: I love the show. Love you guys. Um, keep it up. You're doing a great job. Bye. That she says options like it's a choice, right? I would like to opt and you like check for, off, the boxes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you and I'll have. take that displeasant thing that happen to my body <laughs> while being pregnant. Uh, first off, good job, yeah, good job, okay, yeah, wow, yeah, that sounds horrible, mm-hmm. and you are just gonna have to
1: deal with it, yeah, and you are doing it. and you are, it. yeah, good job, good job,
0: <laughs> and for the rest of us. Now we all know it's a thing. Yeah. So let's be extra nice to pregnant people. Yeah. I hope that this whole thing results in your child being some beautiful sleeping Einstein yeah. genius prodigy sleeper or something. Yeah. I don't know. But that's prodigy sleeper. Prodigy that's what sleeper. we're
1: all secretly aiming for. That's what we're all. Everything <laughs> else is Mozart sleeping. Yeah. The boats <laughs> are sleeping. There you go. You're doing
0: a good job, guys. We learned a lot today. None of us want homework on this topic. I don't want to be a parent anymore today. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck all of this. People constantly are like, why don't you talk about X or Y or Z? And I'm like, because we're just supposed to be a comedy show about parenting, guys. Yeah. So sometimes we probably shouldn't because we can learn lots of other places about things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do want to thank Heather for coming on and talking to us about this.
3: Yes.
0: So... Uh, I'm just going to do a quick wrap-up on what we learned. Okay. One, Teresa's a fucking amazing aunt. Oh, yeah. She's about to, like, rock the ant thing. Oh, yeah. That's great. going to be great. That's so good. And good job to your sister. Yeah. Good job. My
1: sister's amazing. Your
0: sister's amazing. Yeah, thanks. Good job.
1: Yeah. Uh, I
0: have a lot of ketchup in my house now, so everything should be okay for a while. Mm-hmm. Homework? Oh, Maybe our own personal experiences do tie into homework. Maybe it's a great way to vent our frustration with the public school system. I don't know. Regardless, you just, uh, once again, find out what works for you, and try not to let it make you so angry. Because we have a long time to deal with homework, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. We just are forever going to be doing homework. Mm, okay. Yeah. So just take a acceptance. Breath. Acceptance yeah. of the homework. Yeah. What works for you. Works for you and your child. Okay. Actually, what works for your child is what needs to work for you guys. Yeah, there you this go. is one of those ones we there gotta figure go. out what our kid actually needs yeah. to do. Um, three, we learned that when it's when we're ready to uh, deal with things that are things uncomfortable that in parenting, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, that we can do that with empowering our kids. And empowering ourselves, and there are plenty of good resources out there uh, to do this without terrifying. This doesn't have to be about terrifying ourselves. The world is actually a really nice, great place, guys. Okay? And uh, we can raise our children to be wonderful Additions to that wonderful great place, okay? But we can also teach them how to be safe, just like we teach them how to brush their teeth, just like we teach them how to eat a healthy, you know, diet and how that exercise is important. We can also teach them that, like for example, finding a, another parent if you're, you know, lost is a good thing to do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So everybody, you're doing a really good job with that. Yeah, you guys are doing a good job. It's tough, and it doesn't yeah. have to all happen at once. These yeah. are small things that you take. Day by day by day. Okay? Yeah. Um, and finally, Teresa, we have a little bit of exciting
1: news. We do have exciting news. We are going to start doing a little something different on the show. Um, we are offering something called the Jumbotron, which if you <laughs> listen to other Max Fun shows, you may have heard before. It's basically a part of the show where we'll do a little quick shout-out or mention Um, you can purchase these little shout-outs or mentions on our website by going to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. There's a bunch of information there about how it works, and then you can just select one bad mother from the list of shows that are offering the Jumbotron. Uh, It's a great way to... Wish somebody Happy Mother's Day. Say Happy Mother's Day or Happy Birthday, or just you're doing a great job. Mm -hmm. Um, The personal messages like that, like those ones we were just mentioning, are only $100. For a shout out, Um, if you want to like advertise your blog or a business um, that you're starting up or something like that, we will also do little commercial messages. These are very brief and they're kind of like a one off thing. It's different from our advertising. Um, but those commercial messages are just two hundred bucks for a mention on our show. Um, so more information is at maximumfun.org/jumbotron, and we think it's going to be kind of fun. Yeah, so, it can be kind of uh, cool. Yeah, I think it sounds like fun. Check that out. Yeah.
0: Everybody, thank you for hanging in there with us today. You are doing a really good job. Yeah, you are. Okay. Teresa, yes, you are doing a really good job, and I appreciate you Thank letting you. me uh, take us to some uncomfortable places today.
1: Thanks, Biz. So I, I I appreciate you doing that. Okay, well, don't ever let me do it again. Okay. Ooh, next week, we're just gonna have somebody come on and talk about I don't know clowns or something. <laughs>
0: um, puppies. Not clowns. <laughs> Those are scary. I'm <laughs> ah, <and> the worst at <laughs> picking guests. Everybody hang in there. We're gonna to talk to you guys next week. Bye.
2: Bye. I got to low down Mama Blues. I gotta slow down Mama Blues. Gotta slow down Mama Blues. Low down Mama Blues. Gotta you slow down Mama Blues. Gotta
4: low down Mama Blues. know that's right.
0: If you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full on rage-induced rants are also welcome.
2: well daddy baby by, down mama Oh, said
4: daddy baby by, low down mama
2: maximumfun.org Comedy
4: and Culture